0: hello everyone this is kai speaking thank you for joining thank you for listening i'm hoping everyone is doing well i had a day almost the entire day in front of the computer finishing up my vlog i am already a couple of days late it's the third of february and the vlog finished the 30th and uh yeah today i wanted to talk about my trip report or give you a trip report to Kalakmul actually that is what the vlog is about and that's why I thought it might be a good idea to talk about that trip to Kalakmul so let's dive right in and we were there last week on Thursday we left on Wednesday midday from Playa del Carmen and headed first down to Bacala and I just if I uh, let you know that we had our first stop only 20 minutes outside of Playa de Carmen uh, at the uh, best tacos of this area, the Arbolito. If you are heading south, uh, just 20 minutes out of Playa de Carmen at Puerto Aventuras, just passing the roundabout. Don't go over the bridge, passing the roundabout. On the right side, there is a small Taco booth or I don't know well restaurant and um, well in my consideration some of the best tacos you can get here I only can recommend these El Arbolito like the little tree getting there your tacos stop that was our first stop just 20 minutes outside of Playa de Carmen then we were uh, going through Tulum And heading further south, our next stop was in uh, Limones, which is a small town right before, half an hour before you arrive to Bacalar. There is actually down the road, that was really nice. um, You you saw uh, alongside the road on the left hand side, if you're going from north to south, actually there are ruins, you can see them right. I mean, Mayan uh, ancient structures. You can see them right on the road uh, going down when you're passing through those little villages there are speed bumps there please be very careful you have to slow down obviously be careful with that and why I'm bringing that up is on the uh, speed bumps they would sell you different kind of fruits and uh, refreshments for the way actually you have to slow down because of the speed bumps and then people Many times women and uh, kids are approaching your car and offering whatever uh, they get their hands on. Many times it is locally grown fruits. Uh, There was one village uh, in the south of Limon, uh, which had huge amounts of pineapples. That was really cool. You get honey there everywhere. That is really nice. Really, really lovely honey. uh, peeled oranges uh, Mango already sliced uh, Different juices water coconut water uh, Yeah, like I said it cost you maybe a dollar for uh, the bottle or a dollar for the 20 pesos is a bit more than a dollar but um, that is what would you pay for a package of, of fruit or uh, whatever you are interested in. That is really nice and I encourage you to uh, get some of those items. Uh, These people are making a living by offering them to people which are passing through their little villages. Um, The next stop uh, was in Bacala. Bacala is becoming very famous. If you haven't heard about it, uh, Google it or look it up on Instagram. You will find plenty of beautiful pictures. Uh, about Bacalar, because it is an old uh, city or town which used to uh, be the entry or the entrance point for pirates and uh, it has a fort and it's the most uh, important, well, the most popular thing in these days is the lagoon. It's called the Lagoon of the Seven Colors. Um, stunning pictures, stunning view, uh, a scenery, I have been there on the tour twice. We we were touring the the lagoon with a the boat. There are cenotes there. There are little bays. There are beautiful houses. There are uh, trees. Like I said, the scenery, islands, uh, bird islands. Uh, the water is crystal clear. It's just uh, overwhelming the the colors you, you 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 get to see there. It's it's very impressive uh, to. Uh, yeah, it's, it's totally worth it. It's a three hours ride. We, it took us three and a half hours with the stop in uh, Puerto Aventuras uh, the, for the tacos and uh, The road actually that's something I wanted to, to make sure to mention the road is in really good condition I'm I was again in a positive way surprised and I, I said we have to offer that tour rather than Rio Lagatos which is as well three and a half to four hours driving from Playa de Carmen but to the north and there the road once you're passing Ekbalem to the north the road is getting really bad there are a lot of potholes and you have to cannot drive that fast anymore and you have to be careful uh, so Totally worth the ride going down to Bacala, like I said three three and a half hours with a with a coffee or a taco break Um, That's definitely something we are going to offer if somebody wants to go to Bacala That's a thing we can arrange and we want to arrange. I'm really looking forward to do that in Bacala we were visiting uh, a couple of friends and um, had a quick coffee a quick chat and then uh, we went further. In another, I would say it was, I don't remember well, but it was dark when we arrived. I think it was another two hours ride. Once again, the road was really fine, and we were heading or you know, changing from the state of Quintana Roo, that's where we are here in Playa del Carmen. Cancun, Tulum, that's the state of Quintana Roo and then we were like I said we were heading to the south and then further to the west into the state of Campeche. There is an hour time difference. Uh, I thought well for two days I don't have to change my time. I learned my lesson in the hard way. There is a time difference between Campeche and uh, Quintana Roo only in the winter month the 1st of april actually the 31st of march if i'm not that's the last day of uh, of march 31st um they are changing uh the winter time again uh let me quick <laughs> quickly look it up um so long story short we entered into uh, campache got our hotel a lovely small hotel and um, the next morning i did not (laughs) i I did not uh, change my time on my phone so i set the alarm i just googled it daylight saving time 2018 in mexico will begin at 2 a.m in the morning on sunday Okay, Sunday 1st of April. Keep that in mind there's a time change, time difference at the moment from the 1st of April on for the next half year there will be no time difference between uh, Quintana Roo and Campeche and Yucatan or the rest of Mexico. Actually Quintana Roo is the only state which is not changing the time anymore and um so long story short i did not change my time i woke up i set my alarm and so in in, in other words i woke myself up one hour too early and since we wanted to head into color or to more. Um, we wanted to get up early, we wanted to leave at 5.30 so I thought it was a wise plan to set the alarm at 4.30 I always like to have a coffee and to well, obviously take a shower and check the emails before I leave the house so an hour is for me uh, in nowadays uh, a good time to get up before I leave but I actually set the alarm to 3.30 so now from now on no matter for how long I am in a different state where there is a different time zone, I set my, I changed the uh, the time of my watch and my cell phone. Sorry, Charlie, I woke you up uh, one hour too early. Charlie's uh, was our driver in these days, and I was really, really nervous uh, when I was knocking on his door, and I was <laughs> still listening him uh, snoring. So I was like, oh my God, we are are going to be late. But no, I was just one hour early. Okay, that that was a a little anecdote. Uh, We were staying in the town of Spuhil. It starts with an X. Spuhil, uh, X-P-U-Y, J-I-L. Spuhil is a small town where you get a well, a decent sleep and a decent hotel. There are There's an archaeological site right on the other side of the hotel, of the street. Uh, very neat, we visited that the, the second day we were there. But uh, again, we were leaving that day at 5.40 a.m. Uh, in order to get into uh, the national park of... It is a protected area of Kalakmul. Now, there is a thing you have to keep in mind if you're traveling. I mean, you can uh, always go by your own or you can uh, hire us or a private guide or somebody else uh, taking care of all the things. But if you do it by your own, let me tell you, you have to uh, have a rental car in order to get into the, uh, uh, into the national park. There are some restrictions, not every car is allowed into the national park of kalakmo so please keep that in mind when you are heading down there um there are no tourist vans for example allowed so the night before we were heading there we called our local guide Kike or Enrique, who arranged for us uh, a car, which is having the permission to get into the national park, our uh, bioreserva, the biosphere of Kalakmo. And uh, with that being said, we were heading there from here down to the ruins. It was another two hours ride. Believe it or not, once you are in Kalakmur, in the national park, or let me say you're getting closer to the ruins, the road is getting narrow. Um, it is a dense forest. Early in the morning, there are animals on the road. Please be careful. There we saw, well, I don't want to exaggerate, but I would say at least 30 to 40 turkeys or pheasants. Uh, we were not that lucky that we uh, see any wildcats like jaguars, uh, our guide Kike told us that in 2017, apparently he counted it very uh, accurately, he saw 38 times a jaguar there in Moor which is pretty exciting obviously. Well, once we arrived in Kalakmug, we were the first, we took care of that. That is always my uh, piece of advice. If you're going by your own or you have, or you're hiring someone, make sure that someone is bringing you their first thing in the morning. It is totally worth the early bird bonus. Let me say it like that. Your uh, many people say, I'm on vacation. I'm, I'm not getting up early. Let me, Tell you, I only can recommend you to get up that early. So in Kalakmul, it was a bit walking to the first main structure, which was impressive. They have two main structures: a temple and the palace. I don't want to get into that in detail because I don't want to, first of all, bore you. Second, uh, spoil it because I want you to go there. Kalakmul was or is one of my favorite sites from now on. I have been there, I have, I have to admit, there were for the first, very first time last week in six years I'm living here in the Yucatan Peninsula. It was the first time we have been there or I have been there. Um, I am very, very busy in Playa del Carmen and uh, it was the first time, it uh, yeah, I took the chance to get there, and it was so impressive. If you, if I'm making you curious, well, let me uh, hook you up and uh, go to our YouTube channel, Kaytrous Mexico. There you find us, K-A-Y Mexico, and take a look at my vlog. Uh, I just uploaded the the vlog about that trip to Kalakmo we were walking around there for five hours and after five hours we were not done we just said hey we want to see other things as well we have to move on Uh, we made sure that we had sandwiches with us uh, which was a very wise decision in there there is nothing to buy uh, which i really enjoy because you are by your own you're on your own you there are in the morning early 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 morning are uh, the leaf blowers and uh that's that's it for the rest there is uh, no such thing like infrastructure there is the booth where you get in where you, the takia where you buy the tickets there are restrooms which by the way away were really uh clean let me say it like that which is not self-evident considering where we were in the middle of nowhere and um where was i yeah uh, there is nobody there you are in the middle of a huge forest which is awesome kike brought us up the first uh, structure and then we went downhill in the in the back and he was showing us tombs and uh, we found even um, pieces of porcelain, or not porcelain, pieces of of um, uh, pottery, uh, handicrafts. We we found stuff which apparently was hundreds of years old. That was really really exciting. Uh, we were climbing through the dense jungle. We were listening to howler monkeys. This was impressive. On the, on the second structure we were on top overviewing, overlooking the canopy of the of the trees and in the in the distance you were listening to howler monkeys. Once again, uh, check out the, the vlog, I'm getting excited because uh, the noise of the howler monkeys, you can hear it on the video, that was really exciting. We got close to the monkeys, we were able to, <laughs> I don't want to say see them. I saw some shadows there, and I saw some leaves moving there. They were really high up in the in the trees. I would guess roughly 30 feet, 10 meters ish, something like that. And um, apparently there was a fight going on between between two males. Uh, they were not fighting; they were just yelling at each other which was really, really exciting, once again, that uh, I was (laughs) running with the camera through the jungle like a little kid, excited uh, to hunting these, I mean hunting, running after them. The, the, not after them. I was trying to find them, the the, the monkeys, and it was really exciting. Uh, You you eventually feel like a a little kid there. Uh, What else? Well, we left. Oh yeah, fun fact, on the second structure we saw an archaeological site which is called El Mirador, Parque Nacional El Mirador which is on uh, the other side of the border in Guatemala so we were literally uh, looking at Guatemaltecan. I'm hoping I'm saying that right Uh, land that was really exciting 33 35 kilometers away uh, Kiki was telling me that's roughly uh, 10 12 miles away from the structure we were sitting and enjoying the the sound of the grunting uh, um, monkeys uh, very close to the border to Guatemala that was really uh, nice that uh, as a fun fact mentioned Um, There is still a lot of, uh, um, let's say, buried history. There's a lot of things still not excavated. It is a huge archaeological site. It is uh, overwhelmingly huge. Like I said, we stayed there five hours. And uh, we covered, well, from from the things which are excavated, so to here we we covered like two-thirds. And uh, as well the fun fact the next day a friend of mine Marco he was uh, having his step counter with him and the next day it uh, we figured out that we that day in Kalakmoor the day of Kalakmoor we were doing uh, 25,000 steps which was to be honest, exhausting. As well, let me tell you, drink water, keep water. I had I had a water bottle with me, apparently it's only half a liter, that's not that much. Um, that was definitely not enough. The next morning I woke up with a headache. Um, so as a reminder, keep drinking enough water. I mean, 25,000 steps, uh, I guess. I dare you to uh, tell me that's not exercise. Uh, we were not drinking enough. I woke up with a headache. Well, that's not um, that important. The next day, well, we got back to Spuchil in the night. Uh, we had a lovely dinner in a restaurant next to our hotel. It was just a 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes walk. Uh, the The food was decent, typical for this area. I had some, I had some beef fajitas. I had some, uh, made myself some tacos and uh, a lemonade. That's uh, well, well, my typical uh, supper. And then uh, I went to bed, to be honest, at nine. I was done. Um, next day, we got up a bit later. We had uh, breakfast in the hotel, which is, by the way, called Hotel Spugil. Very easy to find. Like I said nothing fancy but um, it did the job. Uh, we had breakfast and we were leaving at a quarter to eight to the Gspuchil uh, uh, ruins where we entered. Uh, with the leaf blower again and uh, fun fact as well there well not fun fact. Uh, apparently I'm, <laughs> I like to say that often. That's a fact. And we were there without Kiki with our, our, without our archaeological guide and um, that there I figured that it's a different kind of touring. Um, if you have the chance, or let me turn it the other way around, you should take the opportunity, Always hire a guide, always get someone who is knowledgeable about the area you're going to and telling you about the things you're about to see. There are some information boards right in front of the ruins or of the structures, but it is absolutely not the same. Obviously, if you're reading something or somebody is telling you about it, plus the information provided by the ina that's the uh, Instituto Nacional de uh, Antropologia e Historia Am I saying it right? I hope so. And um, the Archaeological Institutes. No, I don't want to say something wrong, let me look it up, I'm sorry. Uh, well, anyway, it, it really does make a difference if you are listening to someone who is very familiar with with that um yeah with that topic where where they are uh, where you are where uh, uh what had happened there reading just these boards is nothing compared to somebody telling you to you instituto uh, nacional Antropología e Historia. i was right i'm i Like I said, I don't like the idea that I'm telling you guys something wrong. So, they are providing information. For example, they just updated it uh, a year ago, I would say, in Tulum, in the archaeological site of Tulum, which is way smaller. there you can learn a bit, but once again, it does make a difference if you have somebody with you. As well, it's not only providing uh, information; it's also avoiding misunderstanding. If you have somebody who is well familiar, as well with the with the language, with the locals, and uh, with the habits of people, uh, you well, you bluntly or frankly said, you stay out of trouble, right? And so i only can highly recommend you hire someone who's taking care of you next to that besides that you are on vacation so let someone take care of you we were in spur i would say roughly 45 minutes it is one of the smaller sites and uh, then we were moved on we stepped in the car and we visited the uh, archaeological site of Zi Banche which is as well in the middle of the jungle A uh, lovely structure I like that as well there were tall trees surrounding it and all of a sudden you walk through a couple of tall trees they are appearing the high uh, the, the the steep steps of uh, the well we did not have our guide with us I would say it was a palace but I don't I'm not 100% sure to be honest. Um, it was beautiful there and uh, I enjoyed that as well. So, that was our third day. We spent a full day uh, in Kalakmo and two days traveling. while well, traveling two days, uh, if you go from Playa de Carmen to Kalakmo in a straight line, that's five to six hours. Uh, so you could actually do that in half a day, but once again, it is recommended to do that entire trip in three days Leaving first day coming back the third day spending an entire day in the National Park of uh, Kalak Moor Okay, well um, Did I forget anything? No, the ride back was was really nice We again went through Bacala had a good seafood platter there um, there was a live band playing that was pretty uh, funny to, to hear. Uh, they, they tend to, in the restaurants, to hire live bands to attract the crowd and they tend to play very uh, loud music so you hardly can have a conversation. But um, for the rest, it was it was a fun experience. It was a lovely ride. Thank you again, Marco. Thank you, Charlie, for Marco arranging that and Charlie for driving us. Charlie is our driver. And I really enjoyed that tour. If you have any questions about it, well, reach out. Feel free to, to contact us and um, we would be happy to answer your question. If you have any topics you want me to cover, uh, well, reach out as well. Use the hashtag QnAKAY, QnAK, K-A-Y. And um, well, if you enjoy listening to these podcasts, of my podcast uh, on the daily uh, basis, our daily travel tips podcast, it would mean the world to me if you put a like on it or even share it maybe on your social media, spreading it a bit around. That would be awesome. Give it five stars, a thumb up, or a heart. Tell your friends and colleagues. Once again, that would be really, really lovely of you. If you are still listening, you are freaking awesome. Thank you very much. And stay up to date. Never miss another episode of the Daily Travel Tip Podcast by subscribing to the channel on SoundCloud, iTunes or Google Play Music. Once again, travel vlog, or the vlog I uploaded this week, is about this topic. If you want to get some pictures, I brought the drone, I brought the Osmo, it is a a 10 minutes vlog, I actually interrupted it, and um, oh yeah, there's a special about bats in it. I don't want to spoil it, I want you to go on the YouTube channel, in the best case subscribe to the channel, and keep up to date what we are doing here in the Mexican Caribbean thank you very much for listening i'm out of here tomorrow i'm going to Cozumel i most likely will give you an update about that uh, about the island of Cozumel tomorrow afternoon thank you for listening have a wonderful day talk to you tomorrow